Listener Production. Listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher. A place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. Hello, everybody. We decided to get a friendship therapist on because as our business evolves, I feel like there's so many moving parts and we we definitely have like moments where I'm niggling Elodie, she's niggling me. And I think it's got to the point now where as the business is growing, we thought maybe we should speak to a bit of a mediator to just kind of iron a few things out. And so we figured, we thought this would be actually pretty funny to do as an episode, I think, and actually just like get it all out in the open, let you guys listen in. Dr. Trav is recognised as one of Australia's leading practitioners in the field of executive coaching, strategic leadership, peak performance and organisational psychology, which is what his, I guess, bio reads. I reckon he's the man for the job. He can sort us out. If anyone can sort us out, it's Dr. Trav. So, Trav, do you do relationship counselling? Or like couples? Yeah, not couples. So I don't. I work um, with individuals, um, normally executives, but um, in groups and teams a lot of the time. And inevitably, that will revolve around relationships, both inside of work and outside of work. So relationships is a big bucket. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So I guess Chloe and I like we're like best friends, but now we have business together, and we just we just like so much work that we do together even outside of the podcast and it's like we're super honest with each other which is great but we just thought it's important to get and to like encourage people to be upfront. and if you feel like there's a problem in your friendship with your friends to be like hey you know when you said that that didn't feel good for me or hey can we talk about this like you know because sometimes it becomes this passive aggressive thing where you're like are they mad at me did I say something da 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 like Chloe and I are so real with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, did you have the business before you were friends or after you were friends? After. So yeah, you had your friendship scary. first, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah, in a funny kind of way, your friendship is an intimate relationship and that has born a baby, which is your business, right? Yes. Yeah. What's more important? Friendship. The friendship. 100%. We had this discussion the other day. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is that we didn't think this business was going to do anything or go very Well, I personally, we just thought it was like this hilarious little project that we were going to try and didn't think it would go anywhere. And now it's literally become like, you know, it's an income stream for us and it's also just our little baby and it's gotten, it's like it turned into this big beast that we can't even wrangle. (laughs) And now we've got this whole production team and it's just gotten crazy and it's like taking over the friendship. Yeah, right. What sort of pressure is it putting the friendship under? I feel like I put Elodie under so much pressure. It kills me, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm the devil in the relationship, really. <laughs> I feel like she would have done that to me if we weren't in business anyway, but I wouldn't have <laughs> life any other way. Because <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing in relationship counselling is you inevitably end up having to do your own work before you come to the relationship, right? So you're each individuals and you're you're doing your own work on yourselves. 
and the way you show up in the relationship is a result of the work that you do on yourselves and your understanding of yourself, right? So uh, the million-dollar question is what are you doing on yourselves independent of each other? I, I think I'm quite reactive. Like I, I'll put my head down. I'll do a bunch of work. Like I'm very organised. Like I love getting shit done and like getting it done the way that I like to get it done. And then I feel like I'll look on Instagram or something and then she's like gallivanting around the Gold Coast, having coffee, having like acupuncture sessions, getting lymphatic drainage massage sessions. I'm like, Minnie's at kindy now. And this was the goal. We go, Minnie goes to kindy and then we have this time to work on the business together. And then all of a sudden she's fucking running around. And then we have these big discussions and then we end in tears. And I feel so bad because I'm like, I am literally the devil in our relationship. Just one thing there. Social media is not real life, firstly. And secondly, <laughs> I haven't seen my acupuncture chick since before I had Minnie. And Minnie's like 11 now. Yeah. <laughs> so are you noticing what ha- what's happening though? You have you have expectations of each other, right? And you ha- and you're making assumptions about what the other person's doing and how they're contributing. Do you have clear agreements about how you're going to run this business and how you're going to show up for each other in it? No. No agreements. Oh god. Well, that might be a start. <laughs> I did say this earlier. I was like we should probably talk to him about not having a, a, an agreement. I did did I say that earlier, Elodie? I mean, I'm not worried at all. I'd give her all of the money that we earned if there was ever a problem. I'd just run. I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> I don't think it's more about the money. What do you mean? Or just like like when you're going into business, you just need to sign some papers? No, 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 not at all. I mean, it's not. It's actually not about the papers. It's about the conversation that you have with the person that you're about to go into business with around your expectations and your agreements that you're going to have in place. So you don't get to a point where you're assuming somebody's going to do something they don't and you get progressively more pissed off with them because they're not doing what you think mm. that they should be doing but they don't know that that's what you're thinking that they should be doing, right? So yeah, and this holds true for all relationships. If you assume a bunch of stuff, it's going to bite you on the ass. So the more open you can be, the more, uh, I guess, transparent and the more brave you can be in establishing those agreements the better the relationship's going to function. And people don't do that because they go, oh, we don't need that because we're closer than that or we understand each other better than that or we'll work it out when shit goes wrong and that doesn't happen. Mm. So if you value your friendship, then put some agreements in place around the boundaries between the friendship and the business and then what your agreements and expectations of each other are in the business, as well as your friendship. Yeah, like every time we get in a little tizzy about work, I just end up like laughing my head off and being like, oh, my God, this isn't important. You and me are important. You and me and Fisher and Minnie, and like that's important, like our little family. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with Chloe and I as well because like just then we were having technical difficulties and it got really stressful and Chloe was quite stressed. But when I'm stressed, I just laugh and it doesn't make the situation better. Yeah, that's probably not helpful for Chloe. Is that right, Chloe? Not helpful. That's why we're in separate rooms right now, but in the same house. I was like, I'm literally about to peg my computer at her head. (laughs) (laughs) You got off on the wrong foot today, sis. (laughs) So so what were you worried about this morning, Chloe, with things going wrong? What, What triggered you? Well... Firstly, I had a production meeting last week um, with our producer and we were meant to have a Elodie and I, like to how we set this up when we're away to like use the mics and we had to have bought this new thing so we can plug into the one computer and it goes through, it feeds through the one computer. And I literally had a specific call with Elodie about um, bringing this specific mic 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, yep, I've got it. I got it. I know it's the heavy one. I bring the mic and we get down here and I'm like, yeah, yeah, so you've got that mic, don't you? And I'm setting it all up. We, we should probably start setting this up two hours before the meeting just in case we have tech difficulties. I swear to God this happened. And then she starts bringing the mics out and I could see in her face walking down the stairs, she's like, oh, fuck, I definitely didn't bring the mic that she thinks that I needed to bring. And then she starts going, oh, shit, shit, I'm scared to open this bag. I'm scared, I'm scared. She's like, no, I don't have it. And then oh. two hours later, we've been sitting here trying to sort all this shit out <laughs> and, like, it killed. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm so OCD with the way things work and I think that that just, like, and then I walk up there and Ellie's just laughing in the bedroom and I'm like, nah, where is Dr. Trav? <laughs> oh Dr. Trav, God. this is the perfect day for Dr. Trav to be on the podcast. Couldn't have come at a better time. The problem was... <laughs> I just bought this new microphone and I thought that was the right one. And I also don't even own the other one that we're meant to bring because I think it's at Chloe's house or something. And then I bring another microphone thinking I've doubled up. It's perfect. Like this other thing I found. So I thought I was coming over prepared. And then like, bam, bam. There you go. You're not on the same page. So, so do you know what each other values and what's important to the other person? I think that's what frustrates me a little we yeah. have different love languages for sure. Okay, so if you run with that idea, you haven't shared your love languages with each other? I reckon Chloe's is communication. She demands a lot of acute communication, especially because we're in a long-distance relationship as well a lot of the time. Yep. Like when she goes away, that's when the problems usually arise because she doesn't have eyeballs on me. She yep. thinks I must be doing nothing. And I'm like, busy single mum, <laughs> not doing nothing. Was that a conversation that you had with Chloe Elodie or was that an assumption that you're making? That's an assumption that I'm making. Okay, so rule number one, re- refuse to make assumptions from now on, right? If in doubt, ask. Okay. So rather than do it through me, ask Chloe. What's important to you, Chloe? What's important to you, Chloe? Well... <laughs> Guy, obviously our friendship means more than the business. That's a given. But I think for me in the business and what we said the other day, and I just like got so frustrated because I'm like, I know we've got both other work outside of the podcast. Like that's a given as well. But I just feel like I'm such a workaholic and I'm so addicted to like getting shit done and like making sure it's all in order. And then I, I like, I come to you sometimes, I'm like, have you read this text message or have you read this email? Or like our one rule was like, I'll respond to all the emails, but when you get into bed at night, can you just read them? And like that worked for like one minute. And I don't know, I feel like we just, but that's me. Maybe I'm just a psycho. It's weird. I don't know. No, no, she's right. It's just so funny because like the last month I feel like I've never worked harder and I've been more onto my emails than I've ever been. And she's like, really? I'm not sure where you've been. And I'm like, holy shit, I've never been more on. <laughs> so so you're coming from very different places, right? You're very different people. So different. It's wild how we work. Mm. It's actually hilarious too because it comes out and create like visually too because we design merch together and like, I put forward things and she hates them. And then she she puts forward things and I'm like, what are your eyeballs seeing? Like what is going on behind that those fucking retinas? Cause I'm not, we do not see the same shit. I'm like, that is ugly. <laughs> it's actually just crazy how different we are. Are you curious about what attracts you to each other, given you're so different? Yes. Yeah. 
It's so weird. There's zero gray area. It's black and white. That's it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, but but the thing is, you you both know because you've experienced relationships in the past, the relationships operate in the gray. And when you try and run on black and white, they don't go so well, right? Oh, mm. Aww, we're not going to break up. No, we're not breaking up. <laughs> but what about the opposites attract yeah. area? So, so there's obviously things that are very different between you two that are attractive to the other person, partly because they're so different to you, right? So when you're speaking, when you're talking, Elodie, it sounds like all of the things or some of the things at least that Chloe does, you might not understand and you might not do, but you admire those things for some sort of reason. Oh, she's a bloody, I don't know what I'd do without her. She fucking saves my life. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes it's worthwhile just telling the other person what you admire about the behaviour that you find frustrating as well. Oh, my God, no, she gave me a compliment before and I was like, that was the nicest fucking thing I've ever heard. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> no, I said, I said, I, I, the one thing that we're really good at is, and I find it, even in relationships with your partner or other friends, like, and I don't think I have this with anyone else, it's like, if we do have a problem, we will actually properly speak about it. Like, Elodie, I think since Chumpy passed away, has this, like, I don't give a fuck about much attitude. So if she, something's bothering her, she'll come straight to me and be like, pull me up on it and be like, nah, this isn't how it's going to go. Yep. And that's working well for you? Yeah, it well, does. But it takes a while to get to that moment and then we're like, I'm not working well with you right now. Mm. We've got a cycle. We don't have time to muck around. So if you become aware of something not working, Elodie, how quickly does it take you to realise that it's not working and, and for you to put it out there to Chloe that it's not working? Is there a lag? Well, I mean... I don't, I don't even know if it's a this isn't working kind of thing, but I just think daily or every, like, few days we'll have, like, a bit of a, well, especially when you're away, it's a bit like a, a long, big, fat voice note has to be sent and I'm like, sis, this is what's happening from my angle and then you'll be like, bro, this is what's happening from where, where I am and then we'll be like, okay, and we the dust settles and we're like, okay, and then we have that respect for each other and we, like, realize that it's like okay you have to kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes for a bit and be like fuck I built up something that didn't need to be built up that high kind of thing and then it's resolved usually I I feel like it's resolved but then it happens again yeah do you resent each other do you get grumpy with each other and start to not like each other I think it more comes from me and like I'll get like this frustration built up and then I'll take it out on Elle and then she'll be like dude you're exaggerating, let's put it to sleep sort of thing. Whereas like I feel like you never tell me, you never get cranky at me much. You know what I mean? Well, you just let it go because you're like not, not important. Yeah, I don't really get cranky at many people. But, for example, like maybe if if I feel like I'm doing stuff for work or doing like heaps of emails or like, you know, trying to do something for the business, I'm not then like... Where the fuck's Chloe been? What's she doing? But I think sometimes I feel bad if you're doing heaps and I feel like you must be like, I'm doing all this, what are you doing kind of thing. Mm. So, so yeah. Chloe, do you feel like you, you do more of the work in, the, in this business than what Elodie does? I mean, I she think I have, I, have to take, I have to take the lead a lot of the time because she's got Minnie and, like, I totally get that and I see how, like, how much of a handful it is to have a baby and she's a single mother. So I'm happy to do that because I actually, 
I, I'm good at doing that. Like I really, I like this. I like, I actually really like the back end shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it gets me excited to do that. She thrives off it. Yeah. But yeah, I just. Have you had that conversation around your expectations of each other in terms of how much time you can commit to the business and how much time you spend on the business? I mean, we we aren't very regimented. We find it very hard to get in a, in a like a let's allocate this amount of time, especially we are together now, which is rare, but we live in different time zones. Chloe's away from, she doesn't live at home 99% of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's super hard to find a flow with the time differences and everything. And our lives are just crazy and unpredictable. And it's Chloe travels on tour with her partner and it's just literally... Fucking shambles. <laughs> yeah. And Chloe, you being the work bitch that you are, you'll be like... Well, you know, we need to find our flow. And I'm like, I think we just have to succumb to the fact that we'll probably never have like, and not the flow, but the regimented flow where we're like every week it's this time and da, 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 because our lives are crazy together, like, and so unpredictable. We put so much pressure on ourselves and especially Chloe, because like you do have such high expectations. Well, we both do. The thing is, <laughs> I think the thing is, and I say this to Chloe, we literally had this chat this morning. Our business, it just became this beast straight away and it was really successful straight away. Yep. So now we just have like these really high standards and expectations and we feel like if we're not hitting the mark now, we're super hard on ourselves and we get really down. And that's fair enough. But I feel like most typically a lot of businesses, it's like a you know a slow trot to the top. Depends on the business though, right? So yeah. come, come back to the, the there's, there's key principles, right? What What's controllable in your lives and what's relatively out of control or not controllable in your lives? And, and, and you might want the ability to be able to be spontaneous and uh, off the cuff, but because your lives are so different, you might have to be a little bit more disciplined about how you schedule your lives together, right? That might not feel comfortable, but it might just be a necessity if you want to keep working together, right? Yeah. So you can want it to be spontaneous all you like, but that's not going to change the environments that you're in which prevent it from being spontaneous. Does that make sense? It's so funny as well that you say that because I feel like our best episodes are when we're really relaxed and spontaneous, like when we first started the podcast and we're just like in the moment and now we Mm -hmm. try and do them regimented. No, I think that the reason why it was so it was great at the start be, was because it was through COVID and we were both in the same time zone. We had this routine, and th- this is again True. where we're very different. Is like I'm so such a r- routine person. Like whenever we do episodes, like I really like to have my show notes. I like to have the structure. I like to have the flow. I have like it's that's really important to me. And like even this morning, mm-hmm. I was saying like you know. Once a week, we should have like two hours that's slotted in our diary that like everything else aside, that's our two hours. Like, I mean, two hours a week is absolutely nothing Nothing. in the scheme of things to sit down and be like, right, what's going to happen in the next coming coming weeks? Like, what should we talk about? Let's do some brainstorming. Let's do some strategy. Like that sort of shit just gets me going, but I just, Mm -hmm. we can't even book that in. What's getting in the way of you booking that in though? I don't we know. We did do it last week and we were really excited when we did it. And it, we were like literally going, this is so great. We're on FaceTime together just frothing it. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> now that Minnie's at kindy, like whether it's like your Wednesday, my Tuesdays from like 
4 to 6 p.m. my time, 10 to whatever p.m. your time, that's our time and nothing else gets in the way. You don't book anything else, you don't book any other interviews, that's our work time. Can you do that, Ellen? Yeah, that is what's going to come from today. We're going to do that every week. Awesome. And in the first session, when you get together for those two hours, you're going to have a conversation about, okay, let's get clear on what our agreements are going to be moving forward. And that is going to come back to a place of how important is this business versus how much, how important is our relationship and what are we prepared to compromise on and move on, right? Because this is like every relationship, there's give and take in this, right? So when you just say like we need to work out each other's responsibilities as within this partnership, what are you saying? Like is there like a we write this all down and it's like how do we do this? It works really well when you write stuff down. Right, you don't have to refer to it all the time, but in the writing of it, it just embeds it in a different way, mm. and it makes it makes implicit things and assumes things explicit. So, if you have a need to work in a certain way, Chloe, I might not be able to meet that need perfectly, but there's things that I can do that support you, and at very least, don't make your life extra difficult. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. flip side is that there's going to be times when I don't deliver on stuff that is going to cause you angst and you might just have to tolerate the angst mm-hmm. from time to time. So this is the conversation. What what are the things that are really important to each other? What are the non-negotiables? Start with them first of all. So these are the things that I just can't tolerate and if if, if they ever surface, we're going to have an issue and then work forward from there. And it's not necessarily a comfortable conversation. Yeah, what are our non-negotiables? I don't actually, I don't know what mine are. Where do we start So you might that? need to think about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's homework, right? Got You've got to homework. do some work outside of this. Yeah. Could you give us an example of one? So, for example, if in business relationships that I've had in the past, if you um, access the bank account for personal reasons and you don't let me know, then that's almost a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I oh accept God. the fact that from time to time we'll have to be a bit fluid around this sort of stuff, but the least you can do is let me know that you're doing it and we can have a chat about it. If you don't let me know, that's a real contravention of my trust. That's really heavy. I don't think we would ever do that. I'm giving you a really heavy example because yeah. these things happen from time to time, right? So that's one thing, just as an example, get clear on those little things and they take care of a lot of the angst that emerges. The next thing, though, is that if you're building this thing and it's growing at an exponential rate. What what do you do when it grows beyond what you expected it to grow to, and it starts to change the requirements of you? Well, that's what happened, and it all just happened so fast, and we were just so frazzled. And then I feel like I had a baby, and we were just like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? so you might have to start to think more broadly about what it is that you're doing and what you're creating. So, for example. Is there an infrastructure around the business that needs to be built so that you guys can keep doing what you do, which is, you know, creating content? Maybe Mm -hmm. you need to be really clear on what you're really good at doing and what you can outsource to somebody else. Yeah. I'm in the process of that at the moment. We're getting a virtual assistant. And I'm I'm telling Elodie that it's going to be really good for us. She's like, we won't have things for them to do. And I was like, yes, we will. It might take three or four (laughs) months to get this set up, but like, Hopefully, eventually, I'll have a baby and then shit would really hit the fan if I was absent. <laughs> I don't want to say we won't be able to micromanage this person but because maybe, maybe we will. I don't really know how it's going to go with the VA, the virtual assistant, but 
we just need to trust this chick, right? That's why you hire someone that's like top of their game and that actually knows their shit, not someone that's like hasn't done it before. That's right. And you empower them to manage you guys, right? So you put your management in their hands and say, you know what, we've got two hours a week that's not negotiable that you spend with each other. It's your responsibility to make sure that happens. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be having full trust and let that person go full reins. I will not give a sh. I'll just be (laughs) doped. Do you reckon it'd be easy, Claude, to hand that over though? Like, how do you? I think it's just something that I'm going to have to learn to do. That's just how, like exactly what you said, it's how businesses evolve. Like we actually physically can't. There's so many loose ends that we currently have. We've got the social media, we've got the YouTube, we've got the podcast, we have like live events that we want to plan. There's so many things that are not tied together. And I think for me, as this business grows, I really foresee it to be something big and it's something that we personally can't do ourselves. So that's why I wanted to get on board someone that really sees the same vision as us and that can tie all the pieces together. Then that gives us creative control, like gets us back in our boxes in exactly what we really want to do and what excites us. And it's and it's working on these episodes and working on content and doing this fun stuff that we used to do together instead of the nitty-gritty shit. Yes. 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 So what you'll end up doing maybe is building a production company. Wow. <laughs> and if you look at some really other uh, other really successful content creators, that's where they've gone. You know, they've had to because what they wanted to do creatively takes so much time and focus that they can't run the business. Yeah. Obviously, we speak all the time on the phone and sometimes it's hard to switch from let's be, let's have a friendship chat and yeah. check up and then, oh, hold on, have you checked that email, what's happening, and, like, to try and, like, yep. you know? I hate that. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it takes a little bit of discipline not to ask a question that you're, you're scared of, not asking, if that makes sense. So you really want an answer to answer this question. It's not really the right question to be asking now. <laughs> it's really hard to not ask it. And, you know, I, I um, ran a consulting company with my wife for 10 years, and this was before we had kids. And we had to be disciplined about not talking about work sometimes, right? Oh. And we had agreements around that. So we would we would walk together most days during the walk. We had an agreement that that was just about us. It wasn't about the business. And, yes, there were times when I really wanted to ask a question because I'm not dissimilar to you, Chloe. I'm sort of a bit driven. It's like, no, it's okay. I can learn patience. I can sit with the discomfort of not having an answer and there'll be a, a right time for it. But that's our own, when I said at the beginning, we're doing our own personal work, that's the personal work that needs to happen. So for Chloe, you might you might need to be working on that patience, calming, calming the farm when when everything's screaming at you that this needs to be done right now. Flip side, Elodie, you might have to be a bit more attentive to structure, discipline, function, even when you think, you know what, I just don't want to be doing it this way at this time, but, you know, I kind of have to suck it up and... Just get it done, right? Mine is self-discipline, for sure. We tried to bring in this rule where it was like, okay, I won't ask you about anything for work after 11 a.m. in the morning and it just like, Ellie's like, that's a great idea and it like lasted one minute. I don't even remember that rule. (laughs) You don't? I do not remember that, sis. They have agreements. When they're rules, it's like they're rigid and they don't move. Like agreements are are important to keep. Yeah. But, you know, you can't afford to be a perfectionist and be successful in business. You know, you've got to get 80% of the way there and let 20% slip. And if you're aiming for 100, 
then that 20% that you keep striving for is usually what derails people. Yeah. So patience, tolerance, there's a hell of a lot of things that are scary when you're running a business and you think, oh, my God, that's disastrous. Sitting with the discomfort of that persisting, they're the keys, right? I, I would hate to be a perfectionist. Like I'm always jealous of them. <laughs> it's uh, It's not a virtue. Perfectionism is not a virtue. <sighs> No. Yes, it's definitely a hard trait to swallow, that's for sure. I wish I wasn't so OCD and anal about everything, like scary. You can work on it. Don't worry. That's why you're so <laughs> successful, sister. Thanks, Elle. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this is this is an interesting phenomenon. It'll get you a, a lot of success really early, really quickly, That this sort of behaviour, right? And then it becomes a liability at some point, yeah. right? And it becomes a liability when you won't let go, when you won't delegate, when you won't focus on what you're really brilliant at and you want to be brilliant at everything. That's where yeah. you get paired, you know, tripped over, right? So with the, like, you know how you're saying you need to have agreements and, like, some stuff is Elodie's, some stuff is mine. Like, do you find it? It's uncommon in businesses for it to be like a completely, it's obviously not going to be a 50-50 split. It doesn't work like that. Like how do you like try and work out who's for what and what's, you know? Yeah, so so it's never going to be a 50-50 split. I'm bringing what I'm capable of bringing and what I'm willing to bring and I'll plonk it on the table and then you do the same and then collectively talk about, okay, well, what does that mean and what's fair and reasonable? But it's a conversation. Sorry, is Minnie moving? Yeah. Do you know what? You do you know what we are really cohesive at, and like the best. Like we gel so good when it comes to running the family. Like when Chloe and I are together with Fisher and Minnie, we're the, we're mm-hmm. all collectively the best co-parents, and we work so well in alignment in that scenario. Yeah, we actually do, mm-hmm. which is so weird, and it's fun, and we love it, and that's that's. Like that's what saves us, I think. And then we go into Darling Shine and we're both just like. Oh, so so when you go back into that example, the family example, what do you do in that example that makes it work? It sounds as though you kind of, you know, you're a little bit flexible, you're kind of adaptive, you go with the flow a little bit, you're watching other each other. And, yeah. and if somebody needs a hand, then you're there to support. Likewise, the other way, right? Yes, so helpful. But you definitely nailed nailed it then, like because it, now thinking about our family scenario, it's, it does, it works. And like we've got completely, even though Minnie's not my own baby, we have completely different parenting styles, like black and white again. 100%. Like we don't, the way that Elodie mothers Minnie is completely different to the way that I mother Minnie. And like we just... Like Elodie will do the washing, I'll be like bathing the baby. Like we just Well, he wants to take me to the hospital every five seconds for like no reason. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she's a helicopter. She has no, a cough. She's doting, doting godmother. Like basically, we definitely both mothers to this kid. Like she couldn't, she couldn't live in a world without Chloe, like our baby. She's our baby. She couldn't live in a world without you too. Like both of you. You and fish. Oh, bless. It's because she brings us so much joy and the family unit is our happy place. Whereas sometimes work, <laughs> it probably used to bring us so much joy. And actually, it obviously still does. I fucking does, love yeah. it. But it's like, because it's a, a, I mean, I don't know what it is. I was going to say, because it's it's this, we must do it thing. 
But then obviously we must be mums too. I don't know. I'm not sure what the difference is. Mm. So that's some more homework, right? Yeah. So really reflect on what works well in the family, what the stakes are in the family. They're high. Versus what the stakes are in the business. Because as the business grows and you, you know, come to expect something from it perhaps or you get attached to the success of it, that changes the dynamic of how you relate to the business as well. Mm. Interesting. I've got such high expectations of it and I just want to, prov- like, I, I just, especially for our audience, like, you know, I think just recently there's a few people have, like, made comments where with reviews and they're just like, it's just not the same. And I, I think that has, like, ruffled my feathers so much because, you know, our podcast is about, like, IVF and grief and hardships and, you know, there's obviously beautiful, fun times. But when we started the podcast, it was through the pandemic. We were together the whole time. We were really in the thick of, like, a lot of shit. And now people are, like, devastated that they're not getting the shit anymore. But I'm like, but it just means that our life is moving to be on track. So it's not always shit all the time. And I think that that, like... Yeah, we don't have as much griefy business to talk about. Like we're not yep. in the sticky thick of everything right now. I think the expectations are just so high, you know. Yeah. So come back to what you guys love doing. Where you like you love hanging out together and you love creating content that, you know, is impactful and makes a difference to people, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do that at your best when you're clear about how you come together and when you come together and what busy you doing. And all the other headaches that go along with, you know, progressively expanding business that's incredibly successful, you can have looked after by others who are good at that. And you're in a position now where you can afford to start to look at doing that. So true. And I always say to Chloe, and I guess it's such a double-edged sword because I always say, don't even look at the reviews. Like I won't even look at them because I'm a bit of an avoidant person. But but then Chloe's like, but it gives me like constructive feedback that I can work with I'm like so true some of them are constructive where they're saying you say like a lot or you know and I'm and I think okay I'm going to try and change that whereas some are just like trolly and they're like they're just going on about saying that we're not the same anymore and I'm like fuck and look you you've got your tribe and you will find your tribe and you'll continue to grow your tribe and they're the ones that you're serving it's not everybody and and where these businesses fall over is where you try to be everything yes, to everyone. Yeah, 100%. That's it. And like yeah. the the more people we reach or the more successful, I guess, that we get, the more haters or the more negative feedback we'll get along with the positive. And it's so hard. Like you got to just keep remembering 99% of people are saying beautiful things. It's the freaking 1%ers that get us. Mm. And, and the key is, and this is the hard bit, is w- when you check in with yourself, are you saying the things that are true for you and that are genuine for you and come from your place of integrity? And if that's where it's coming from, then what difference does it make mm. what other people think? It's a gift that you're creating to give to people. Not everybody will see the gift, but the people who understand the gift will be appreciative of that's it. Beautiful. Oh, that's so nice. Needed that. <laughs> I needed that. Eh? <laughs> I think this is so important. I think. I think not not like say every friendship needs a relationship counsellor, but I think it's so important 
to just have real talk with your friends. Like, especially if you're in business with them or like you're literally besties and you're together all the time, but you piss the shit out of each other like we do. It's not a love hate, but it's a love love. But like, it's like we're sisters. We just niggle. Feel like what you're going to say, we should bring in some sort of segment, sis, where we do this often. That's what I was going to say. I think that we should make this a thing with Dr. Trav. Like this, I actually really enjoy this. This is really nice because we've got a mediator. Cool. Yeah, it's easier when you have a mediator. Otherwise, <laughs> me, you and Fish, Fish gets involved. And it's really <laughs> well, it's interesting because sometimes it just takes someone to translate and interpret and, and uh, I guess represent in a way that can be heard by the other person differently. Because, yes. you know, we, we hear what we think we're hearing and, we're, and sometimes we hear what we want to hear, not actually what's being said. And having that third voice translate that. Seriously, right? I think it's like, you know, I get off my chest, Elodie gets off my chest in the way that you, exactly what you just said, relaying it back. I think it's really important. Is this like a common thing to lots of people, like with friends in business and stuff? Like, is this friendship therapy or like business counselling? Like, is this a thing? It doesn't happen as much as what I think it needs to happen. I think it's happening more and more now because I think we're becoming more sensitive yes. to mental health in the workplace, for example, and what are the conditions that that allow mental health to surface mm. and mental illness to emerge as well. So I think organisations are getting better at it. But, you know, I've been a psychologist for a lot of years now. Um, back when I started in organisations, if you if anybody knew that you were talking to a psychologist in an organisation, that was not a good thing, right? Totally. Everyone was so hush-hush. And for blokes my age, it's like even now it's a bit of a stretch for blokes my age. So, you know, it takes time but it's getting better and it makes so much of a difference, you know, and it doesn't take a lot of effort to do it. It's really good. It's a yes from me. It's a yes from me. Before we close this one off, what was our homework? Because I need to remember this because we're going to come back to you in, in a month and we're going to actually have another session with you and we're going to see if we've improved. Awesome. Okay, so you've got the EA, the VA, sorry, and you're going to empower that person to manage your yes. lives through the diary. And as a part of that, you're going to commit to being together for two hours a week and that's non-negotiable time, right? Yeah, and... What do we do about our chats every other day? That's in our homework. That's going to be our non-negotiables. We're going to work on that next week. That's right. So at an individual level, what are your non-negotiables in terms of the relationship? Don't steal any money from the business, sis. <laughs> That's always a good Don't start, right? Don't steal from me. <laughs> Don't steal. Uh, Don't lie. No There's another one. Don't oh, lie. my God. She, she tracks me on Find My iPhone as well. Don't track me. Don't stalk me. <laughs> No stalking. Uh, There's another good agreement, yeah. But, you know, what are the things that are really important to you? Uh, get clear on those, share them with each other. And then the conversation around, okay, so how are we going to, how do we want to show up for each other? How do we want to uh, support each other when things go wrong? And this is, a, this is a, a question and a conversation that people avoid all the time. When things go wrong, how are we going to resolve the thing that's gone wrong, right? Because we're very good at saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do all these things and everything's going to be wonderful, but it's never always wonderful. You're going to piss people off. You're going to get it wrong sometimes. So when you get it wrong, what's the process and what's the conversation that we're going to have to put it right again? Crisis management. Yeah, Chloe's good at that. And then the last bit in the homework is the not only agreements, but what are the boundaries that you want to put in place? Because most relationships, again, 
fall over at some point because he hadn't been clear on what the boundaries are. We don't have any of those. <laughs> and people don't like setting boundaries because you might upset the other mm. person. It's like, mm, I can guarantee that if you cross a boundary that's unspoken, you're going to upset a way more than setting up the boundary. And then I think that there was one more as well because we spoke about the family dynamic and then the business dynamic and, like, we need to work out the difference between that and, like, why it's so good as a family dynamic and how we can bring more of that into the business, yeah? Absolutely. And so, and and in particular, what what are the the feelings and the, the emotions that sort of tie you into the family uh, and how do they translate into the business as well? Are they different? How do they show up? Oh, wow. I've got so much to think about. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, but it's really exciting. It is. So, no, there's no hurry. Take your time, right? It's important work to do, right? So it's not mm-hmm. rush work. Wow. You're the best. I love this. This is so Yeah, good. you're a legend, Trav. Thanks so much. I'm, My pleasure. I, I feel like I've learned a lot and I've got a lot of homework to do. <laughs> Elodie, this is just a hunch, but I reckon if you frame it as homework, a little voice is going to say, yeah. I don't do it. I know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Marty, you're not wrong. So don't frame it as homework. I was already thinking, how can we get out of this? Yeah. I was like about, I was about to book you to come back on like next month and I'm like, nah. We literally have, there's one meeting that we have every week, like our production meeting with like Blister and our producers oh. and Elodie's every week. She's like, is there any way that we don't have to do this? Because like I don't think it's necessary. I swear to God, every week we have that same conversation. <laughs> That is true. Not true. It's Minnie true. actually was sick last week, but sometimes I'm like, I'm pretty sure this could be an email. It's all part of the conversation. But, for agreements, but right? I reckon bi-weekly, like, is that fortnightly? That would be, um, oh, yeah, fortnightly would we'll be We'll have to put essential. that in the agreement. One meeting a week and one two-hour session a week. Got it? Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's in the agreement. <laughs> It sounds like we only talk about Darling Shine for two hours a week, but we talk about it every single day. Yeah, you can talk about it every day if you want to. Just got to have boundaries around the conversations, right? Yes. Fucking, I cannot imagine setting a bloody boundary around here. Could you imagine setting boundaries, sis? Well, that's going to take a bit of discipline. A few more Dr. Trab <laughs> sessions, I think. <laughs> Thank oh, you so hell. much. Thanks You're a bloody so method. much, Trav. No worries. Take care, guys. Good luck. Thank I'm you. Need the luck. <laughs> That was great, sis. I love you. I really do. I love you too. But fuck. How do you think about that? No, so we've got a bit of homework to do. Well, I just want to be like, oh, fucking just straight away want to be like, do we have to take it so seriously? And can our friendship not just get us through all the time? And I just want to be like, fuck, I love you. Do we have to even do this homework? That's how I'm feeling. (laughs) You want to sit down right now and get full-on notes writing and shit. You want to fucking go to the lawyer and get agreements and that. I was just thinking, thank God this has been recorded so I can go back and listen to the homework. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, fuck, I'm about to delete this whole app. No, I'm joking. No, I thoroughly enjoyed that. But I was just thinking, well, I know you're downstairs. I was thinking I'll just when I'm on my way down, maybe like let's go out for dinner or let's go eat so we don't have to sit down and like do the homework now. Like already trying to get out of it. No, I'll, I'll I'll let you off this afternoon. We need to work out our dance. But I feel like I was a bit of a bulldog. Are you okay? Oh my god, sis, are you okay? I'm okay. How cute are we? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. I wouldn't have business any other way. 
or French or motherhood journey any other way. Co-parenting. Co-parents for life. Love you. Love you.